Hello, friends. Welcome to the Best Beach Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pacquione. It's been a while for us. Been helping a lot of people from all over the world. It's been really fun. But I've been I've been missing the podcast, so we're gonna start again. Here is what we're gonna do. I wanna because we, we have a bunch of new listeners now. I'd love to rerun some of our greatest hits. What classifies as a greatest hit? You ask. Oh. I'm glad you asked. These are basically the the podcasts that I've received the most and best feedback on. Some combination of that, number of people who downloaded it, and frankly, just the episodes that I'm the most proud of. So we're gonna we're gonna run greatest hits for a bit, and then starting in May, we've got some new episodes for you that I'm pretty jazzed about. So you're gonna hear from people on more specific subjects. We'll hear about how you should apply to conferences if you want to be a speaker there. We'll hear about how to run your own show. We'll hear about how to put together a presentation based on your book. Lots of great stuff coming. But for now, we're going to start running Greatest Hits. I think you'll love it. You're going to hear from people like James Clear, Gloa Tanmo. My probably very favorite episode is Vic Harrison, where she talks about overcoming her speech anxiety. John Collins, that'll be someone else that we run through. John talking about how to factor in your audience. It's great, great stuff. And while I have your attention, instead of just making this like a 90 second episode, I thought I would give you a tip. So here we go. I was uh, I was talking to my friend Thomas, friend slash client Thomas recently. Thomas is just like this data scientist. He's the type of person who gets excited when you give him a complicated math problem to solve. So you, you probably have that person in your life. I, I doubt if they're as data as Thomas is, but... Uh, we've been we've been working together for about a year, and this was his final exam. He was presenting back to me something that he had presented to the executives at his company, and he did a great job. There was one final lesson for me to give him, and I thought I would share that lesson with all of you. I think presenting numbers and presenting deep data, deep facts, that's one of the hardest things to do. You've worked on this thing for a long, long time. You want to tell your audience all about your research, all about your calculations, your methodology. And it can be pretty tricky. So let me walk you through how to do it. Uh, and I guess my my subtext here is sometimes the best thing we can do when presenting is change the order in which we share information. I want to make a comparison here for you, and I promise this will make sense in a minute. I think uh, one of the things that I think is funniest when you're talking to couples is uh, what's the show that person one likes versus person two. So if you're like me, I mean, I'm, I'm married. My wife and I... There are a lot of shows that both of us like, and then there are shows that just she likes. She's She tends to be drawn to these shows for like 60-year-old people. I think my parents watch some of the same shows as her. So she loves NCIS. She loves CSI, Criminal Minds. And there is on this show, on these types of shows, there is often a character, almost always a woman for whatever reason, who generally will like be in the back of the lab. They've got music playing. And that's the person that the the detective team goes to to help them figure out who the killer is or who the suspect is, right? So you can, if you've ever seen one of these shows, you've seen this person. And there there comes a point where they present to the rest of the team on on who who the suspect is or who the killer is. And this, the presentation always sounds the same. So it's, I started by analyzing this giant data set. And then I looked at all the people in Baltimore who like drive a Subaru Impreza. And then I cross-referenced that by the people who ordered a Big Mac that day. And then everybody whose name was in the first half of the alphabet. Therefore, the killer is Bump Bailey or whomever. 
you've seen that you've seen that exact character you've seen that exact speech i've seen it in csi ncis criminal minds blind spot that's another one same character does the same thing it's great for tv the advantage of doing it that way is the anticipation builds as they're walking you through the methodology and you can do that in regular life that's what most people try to do when they are presenting data I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this, and then I did this, and that led to this number, and this number, and this number, and this number, and that leads us to our final number. So little advice here. You can do it that way, and it's worth doing it that way if you think the conclusion is, metaphorically speaking, on the same level as as one of these TV shows revealing the suspect's name. So if at the end of it, it's like, oh my gosh that number really mattered, then yes, you can walk your audience through line by line. And if you can do it that way, it's awesome. But here's what you're going to need to do. You're going to need to talk in short sentences. That's a challenge for most presenters. Most people don't really put periods on the end of sentences, which is difficult in general for your audience. Really difficult when you're presenting data to them. So you need to speak in short sentences. You need to speak with easy and imprecise numbers, easy and imprecise numbers. Instead of saying 752,137, you just need to round it to 750. That's the way that you need to speak. You need to go through the calculations quickly, and they need to be easy to track with. So your entire narration of I did this, and then this, and then this, which led to this data, and then this data, and this data, all the way to the bottom line of telling us who the killer is. That entire narration should be 45 seconds or less. And the payoff at the end of it needs to be worth it. Again, it's the equivalent of revealing the killer's name or the make and model of their van. That's another one that happens a lot on these shows. So if the payoff is worth it, do it that way. I would tell you, more often than not, there's a more effective way of doing it. If you are not trying to lead the audience through this like mystery with a big reveal, from a sheer communication standpoint, what you should do instead is lead with the conclusion. Some of you have maybe heard the acronym before, bluff, bottom line, up front. When you are presenting numbers, unless the reveal at the bottom is amazing, put the bottom line up front. Lead with the conclusion. So the first thing you say is, In order to break even, we need to sell 193 units or whatever it is. Then if you think the audience needs to hear it, you can then walk them through your methodology. You can say, uh, we need to sell 193 units. Let me walk you through how I got to this number. You can do it that way. But candidly, most of the time, your audience, they probably don't need to hear your methodology. Really, they're just looking for the end of the calculation. Uh, it's funny, my wife and I are looking at, we've been talking to a lot of mortgage lenders recently, and they they always do it the other way, which is, okay, well, you, you know, right now rates are X percentage, and your credit is this number, and you have this much money, therefore, you should be looking at houses in blah, 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 blah range. But the only thing, like the whole time, all we're wondering is what what range should we be looking in? What's our monthly payment going to be? Uh, that's really what we're wondering about. So we don't, Honestly, we don't we don't need to hear the methodology. And I think that's most of the time that's true for your audience as well. So there you go, friends. I think presenting numbers is one of the most difficult things to do. 
it, you have two different options on how to do it. Number one would be the CSI NCIS model, which is you, you present it like it's a mystery and you build to the payoff. Uh, again, the payoff is the equivalent of revealing the suspect's name. That'd be option one. Awesome. If the payoff is there. If the payoff is not there, or if you just find that really difficult when, when I'm walking you through what to do, I would encourage you to lead with the conclusion, put the bottom line up front and say, let me walk you through how I got to that number. And if you do it that way, it'll be a lot easier for your audience. And that will make your whole presentation more effective. I think that's the first time I've done a tips episode of the Best Speech Podcast. Let me know if you like that. But with that, my friends, thank you for listening to the Best Speech Podcast. We, we will be back later in the week with our first Greatest Hits episode, James Clear. Thank you very much. Thank you for Alicia Otieno for editing this episode. Thanks to Jonah Ramey, who is playing the music or really recorded the music and told us we could play it. We will talk to you soon. And until then, do good things out there. Thank you.